Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Today on the newscast, Israel carries out its third airstrike in the past week alone on Damascus and warns Syria that more could be coming. Why is Israel taking this action? Find out next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We've got some breaking news for you today. Yet another Israeli airstrike on the Syrian capital of Damascus. It went down overnight and reportedly Iranian weapons sites, perhaps weapons shipments, were struck and four people who were working with Iran's proxy Hezbollah in the area of Damascus were reportedly killed in these strikes. Now again, this was the third such strike in the past week alone. We want to go backwards, break down all three strikes for you, what they mean, why is Israel intensifying its activity against Iran and Hezbollah in Syria, and the warning that Israel gave to Syria in the wake of this latest strike. We also want to get into that Israel-Lebanon maritime deal. Yes, folks, it became official today. There was even a signing ceremony between Israel and Lebanon, two nations that do not have diplomatic relations. Real quick, before we get into it, I just want to encourage you to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Hey, we're posting every day, Monday through Friday, and more and more on the weekends as well, because as you know, if you watch us on a daily basis, the Middle East never sleeps. We want to keep you up to date on all of the latest happenings in the world's most chaotic, strategic, and volatile region, and why it matters to you no matter where you live. By the way, we're just a few thousand people away, or a few thousand subscribers away from hitting that 500,000 number. Hard to believe, half a million. We're so thankful to all of you, and thankful most of all to God Almighty for expanding our territory for such a time as this when truth is so badly needed. Okay, let's get into it. I mentioned the strike last night uh, in the Damascus area. This followed, of course, a daytime strike on Monday, October 24th, also in Damascus. And by the way, folks, those daytime strikes are pretty rare. Usually when we are reporting on these Israeli airstrikes in Syria, they are happening overnight, like last night. It happened in the early morning hours, the strike in Damascus. But Monday was during the day, and that was an interesting one for a few reasons. Number one, the apparent target were elite Syrian army units belonging to Meher Assad. Now, he is the brother of Syrian dictator Bashar al-Assad and a pretty important player in the Syrian military, so he was directly targeted not him personally, but units that he commands. And folks, why was that? Meher Assad is working very closely with the Iranians to facilitate those weapons transfers from Iran through Syria 
into the hands of Hezbollah in Lebanon. He's a crucial player in that supply chain line. So Israel was sending a message to him. And of course, they eliminated some of these Iranians, we Iranian weapons shipments in and around Damascus. Now, rewind further to last Saturday, October 22nd. We reported on this earlier in the week on the newscast. By the way, if you miss any of our newscast, you can just check it out in our archives under newscast. They're all right there. But last Saturday, October 22nd, again overnight, in and around Damascus, Israel targeted Iranian weapons factories, apparently a drone assembly factory, and also some sites operated by an elite Hezbollah unit called Unit 4400 that is very involved with also facilitating the weapons transfers from Syria into Lebanon, Hezbollah's home base, for later use against Israel. Obviously, all of this is a red line for Israel, and that's why they are taking action. And of course, drone assembly factories in Syria now, a big deal. Not the first time that Israel has struck one of those Iranian drone factories in Syria. Why is it such a big deal? Well, the drone component will be crucial in Iran's future efforts against Israel. Iran's ring of fire that surrounds Israel right now. And I call it Iran's ring of fire because it consists of all Iranian proxies, whether Islamic Jihad and Hamas in Gaza, Hezbollah in Lebanon, those various Shia militias in Iraq and Syria, and of course the Houthis in Yemen, armed to the teeth with Iranian-supplied rockets, missiles, and attack drones. But Israel apparently, through a back channel, sent a message to the Assad regime saying, look, if you don't knock it off, if you don't stop with the weapons transfers working with Iran to bring weapons into Syria and Lebanon, if you don't stop, we're going to intensify the airstrikes even more. We'll see if Bashar al-Assad gets the memo and heeds the memo. The major, one of the major factors here is that Russia, which has thousands of troops in Syria at Israel's doorstep, Closely aligned, of course, with the Assad regime, with Iran, with Hezbollah, Israel's greatest enemies, Russia has now withdrawn some, at least, of its troops from Syria, and some of its S-300 uh, missile defense systems have been removed from Syria and now have been repositioned in Ukraine. So perhaps Israel sees this as a golden opportunity to really push Iran back. The ultimate goal for Israel is to push Iran and Hezbollah completely out of Syria. And we reported yesterday on our Watchman Newscast live stream. Again, if you missed it, check it out in our archives. And hey, you might want to tune into our live streams every week, folks. Usually on Wednesdays, sometime on Thursdays. We go for a solid hour and I take your questions and we're live. But on yesterday's live stream, I laid out how the Israel Defense Forces believe uh, that they have eliminated, get this, 90% of those Iranian weapons shipments in Syria over the past roughly 10 years. Folks, wow, that is a stunning success rate. The more Iran is determined to entrench itself in Syria, supply advanced weapons into the hands of Hezbollah in Lebanon, and form a forward base near Israel's Golan Heights in Syria, the more they do that, and they're hell-bent on doing it, the more Israel pushes them back. They may scale back a bit and back off for a bit, 
but they'll start back up again because they are obsessed. It's an ideological necessity for them to destroy Israel. What's the first rule of war? Sun Tzu, know your enemy. If you don't understand the ideology of your enemy, you cannot defeat that enemy. This is the ideology of the Iranian regime. So expect things to only heighten in Syria in the weeks and months to come. Obviously, prophetic implications, folks, on two fronts. Uh, The book of Isaiah, chapter 17, verse 1, talks about a day where Damascus will cease to be a city. Isaiah's words, it will become a ruinous heap. Hey, that hasn't happened yet. Uh, One of the oldest inhabited cities in world history is Damascus. It has never ceased to be a city. Even the Mongols did not completely destroy Damascus. But the Bible says a day is coming when that will happen. And you see all of this activity around Damascus, it makes you wonder. Then we have, of course, Russia still in Syria, still aligned with Israel's greatest enemies and not going anywhere. Vladimir Putin is in Syria to stay. And you think of the book of Ezekiel, chapters 38 and 39, the war of Gog and Magog, which we have discussed. Folks, in real time today, you see the prophetic chess pieces moving on the board. Don't be frightened. Don't be discouraged. Be encouraged because you live in Bible times and God is in control. Hey, one last thing to mention, that Israel-Lebanon maritime deal. Just an update. It was signed today, uh, a signing ceremony, uh, no handshakes. It was a bit cold. Look, Lebanon and Israel do not have diplomatic relations. But what does it all mean? We've, bro- we've broken it down on previous newscast. Is this a good deal for Israel? Or does it benefit Hezbollah and Iran? I conducted several interviews about this deal during my time in Israel last week. And I want you to know we're going to have more to come on it in the weeks to come. A very important deal, look, signed by Yair Lapid, who come this Tuesday, November 1st, may no longer be prime minister. Israel has its fifth election in under three years coming this Tuesday, November 1st. And Benjamin Netanyahu right now is the favorite to once again become prime minister. No guarantee, of course. He may not reach the number of seats he needs in the Knesset. Then we, I guess, do an election all over again and have number six. But Bibi's the favorite right now. But Lapid is making a major move here, signing this deal with Lebanon. It's only an interim government. And a lot of people are angry about that, saying, hey, you're just a caretaker government. You shouldn't be making such major decisions for the state of Israel. But he did do it. So we're keeping a close eye on all of this, folks. Watch for tomorrow, our Israel election special, right here on the newscast, which I recorded in Jerusalem this week. You won't want to miss that. Until then, thanks so much for joining us here today. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.